0: Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm Dr. Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast, where we talk about everything related to detox, your home and your body and your life. Uh, Now, emotional detox too. Uh, So today we have Samantha Lee Wright on the show, and she's going to be talking about cleaner living made stupid, simple with essential oils. I love talking about essential oils, but they're just a, such an easy kind of foray and to do something really healthy for your home, uh, to make uh, cleaning products out of natural cleaning products and to use as, you know, natural fragrances and to just make your home smell amazing, help you to relax or get more energized or what have you so many benefits. And so, um, you know, Samantha has been, you know, she's been around and you know, talking about essential, oils for almost a decade, really knows her stuff. I I always enjoy talking to her. She's been on the show before. Um, So I know you guys listening, you want to, you know, detox your home and detox your body. So I created a quiz called heavymetalsquiz.com. It only takes two seconds to take that and kind of figure out where you are as far as your body burden. Of toxins, and so just go take that. It's only a couple of seconds. And I have a new program out called the Emotional Detox Program, and I this really is the work that I'm most proud of. Um, It's uh, it it's something that I kind of happened upon in my own health journey, working on emotional detox, emotional trauma, releasing negative stuck emotions, because I found that I was doing everything physically for my health, like the diet and the supplements and working out and getting sun and stress reduction and the yoga and that all massages and all these different things that we do for our health. And I just still, I woke up just feeling kind of blah, just feeling kind of gray and not really feeling joy or peace or self-love or really a lot of love and compassion for others. Like really like where I wanted to be, you know, cause that's why we're doing all this stuff, right? That's why we're taking all these supplements and trying to eat good and extra. We want to feel good. That's it. That's the bottom line. It's not cause you want to detox. You just want to feel better. And so- Oh, and what I discovered in my journey is that uh, heavy metals and, and chemicals, yeah, those are a big issue, but um, emotional trauma, adverse childhood experiences, uh, childhood development trauma at the hands of our caregivers, be it abuse or neglect, um, is, has a profound impact on developing core personality issues and, and um, adaptive behaviors or maladaptive behaviors that also lead to physical health issues the big contributing factor up to 65% of physical health issues are caused by emotional trauma and negative emotions that is huge that is huge so this is the tree that you want to be barking up if you feel like you've tried everything and uh, you know you want to take that next step so i had i have a free masterclass you can take emo-detox.com, E-M-O-D-E-T-O-X.com. Go check that out. Um, I've got a lot of really interesting info for you. Uh, So our guest today, Samantha Lee Wright, she's the host of the Essential Oils Revolution podcast with over 5 million downloads to date. And her podcast is a home for essential oil newbies and fanatics alike and people ready to take charge of their health. She's a wife, mother, author, speaker, and fierce advocate for living life on your own terms. And so you can check out her website at uh, essentialoilsrevolution.com. Samantha, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for
1: having me, Wendy. Always great to chat with you.
0: Yeah. It's really nice having you on again. We've had you on certainly before uh, talking about essential oils and uh, I love essential oils myself. I think they should be a part of anyone's, you know, anyone's wanting to do natural living and, you know, uh, you know, using for beauty care products, perfumes, cleaners are so versatile and they're they're so healthy and they smell so delicious. So I think they really need to be a part of anyone, anyone living a healthy lifestyle. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, why you got into, so into essential oils and be an advocate for them and a spokesperson for them?
1: Yeah. So I, you know, it doesn't feel like it, but I've been in this industry now for eight years. I was looking at when I first launched my podcast, the essential oil revolution, it was, In December of 2015 and um now over 5 million downloads later i'm still talking about essential oils i'm like i can't believe it sometimes it's kind of people are like aren't you aren't you out of things to talk about i'm like no there's like always something interesting happening in the essential oil world there's always some you know new health approach that connects to essential oils and there's also so much misinformation and misunderstanding about essential oils too and i think that's really what led me to um, start the podcast was first my own curiosity about essential oils cuz i'd just been introduced to them and you know there was a lot of hype and there's a lot of stories and all these like magical testimonials that i was hearing and i was like gosh like is this how legit is this? Right. And so I really just wanted to talk to the experts in the field. I had so many questions and I was like, "If I'm, if I'm feeling this way, I'm sure many other people are. So I, um, I started a podcast cause there was a couple out there already podcasts specific to essential oils, but not many. And none of them were, were quite the caliber that I wanted to listen to cause I'm a huge podcast dork. I just, I love, I listen to them all the time. So I really like a a high quality show. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make it. Why not? Why not me? And, um, it's been so much fun. It's been so fascinating. I've learned so much. I get to talk to the most interesting guests like you, you've been on my show a couple of times and it's, it's just a wonderful experience to be able to reach so many people around the world that, you know, write into me and say like how much of a difference this show is making to them. It's, it's, it's inspiring them. It's empowering them. Um, Because I kind of, I call essential oils somewhat of like a gateway drug for the health and wellness world, (laughs) because, because a lot of people that might not be ready for, you know, eating all organic or, you know, cutting out, more meat or cutting this out or doing sonnets every day. You know, there's so many things that we can do for our health, but a lot of them can be overwhelming, but for a lot of people that aren't quite in that world yet, somehow essential oils have, have bridged that gap for a lot of people that it's sort of like this stepping stone into a world that helps you be more aware of the things around you and the choices that you're making to live a healthy lifestyle.
0: Yeah. And it's easy to implement them, And they smell so delicious. And I just have all kinds of stuff I do. I have roller balls and I have, you know, I I have perfumes that are made from essential oils that I love. I love Living Libations uh, perfumes and and products. And um, I have like a diffuser. There's all kinds of different ways that I I use that. They're they're amazing. Um, So can you talk a little bit about you know, how important it is to go organic with essential oils. Cause I know there's some brands that I've bought that were not cheap um, that say they're organic and I smell them and they just have this, I can, I'm a, I have like a very sensitive sense of smell and they just have like this chemical smell to them. Like they just don't smell natural. And I'm like, what is going on here? That's so all I can, I can immediately know if a fragrance is synthetic or if it's real I don't know how I'm able to do that. I'm sure there's a lot of women out there. We have, you know, our sense of smell is 10 times more sensitive than men's noses. Um, but so what's going on there?
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on there, Wendy. Um, a, a lot. I think that people don't quite understand that the world of essential oils is sort of this industry in its own that. The FDA, the um, organic certifiers, the, pretty much all of the regulatory agencies have never really known what to do with. They never been able to, to know how to approach it because essential oils, they aren't medicine, they aren't food they aren't really cosmetics. They don't really fit into these neat boxes that have already been created by regulatory agencies. And so what the result has become sort of this ad hoc, um, you know, wild West sort of, uh, arena where companies can kind of get away with whatever they want to honestly, because there's such little regulation as far as if um you know if a a company wants to label their essential oils as quote unquote pure therapeutic grade all natural so many different words they can use, there's really no agency coming in behind them to say, "Oh, okay, you say that you're hundred percent pure. Let's test that because they don't they wouldn't even really know what they're testing for um and with the the if you have a bottle that's certified um, you know, you, let's say USDA organic certified on that bottle of essential oil. That's not actually referring to the whole process of making that oil. It's really only referring to, um, some of the plants that may be in that bottle to my understanding. I don't know exactly what that exact cutoff is. I've heard different words. I've heard it's like, it only has to be 6% organic or something, which maybe seems a little, a little low to me, but, um, but You know, in a nutshell, what it says on the bottle doesn't really mean anything. And so buyers have to be really aware of who they're buying from. And it really, at the end of the day, comes down to trusting um, the recommendation that someone's given you, trusting the company's literature that they're putting out um or trusting your own nose like you said and if you do if you live in a fairly clean environment where you're not bombarded with a lot of synthetic fragrances every day then you really do um quickly adapt to be able to um denote those sort of synthetic chemical fragrances that are absolutely rampant in the oil world it's been estimated that only about 1 to 2% of the essential oils on the market are actually authentic Um, say what they are 100% pure from plants, um, not to mention the different ways that essential oils can be distilled. Even if something comes from 100% pure organic plant doesn't necessarily mean that when it makes its way through the distillation process, that it hasn't been adulterated in some other way that has um, devalued its therapeutic properties. So I know. I, I sound like such a bummer when I say. I know. <laughs> it's like.
0: I mean, I know there's brands that I use that I really love, and I can smell them. I just, I just know that that's their what they are. They say they are. You know, like the Living Libations. Like for me, they they seem like they're the highest frequency essential oils out there. Like the the this lady um, Nadine Artemis is just like a freak when it comes to traveling the world. oh, I love her. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. been on my show mm-hmm. and like sourcing on these small farms and just the processes. And she just, and the prices reflect that though, you know, it's uh, right. not cheap, you know, but yeah, I feel like I, I know what I'm getting and I can, I can really smell them. Like there's just, I love them. i addicted to that. Um, but um, so can, you know, when you talk a little bit about, you know, like how, like there's about some basics, like how to use essential oils, what to do, what, what not to do, what, what are some kind of, uh, interesting ways that you use essential oils?
1: Yeah. So for people that are just getting started, I try to make it really, really simple. I say, um, there are three main ways you can use essential oils topically, like on the skin, um, aromatically as in you're smelling or breathing them in or internally, for certain, certain oils and certain brands that are, you know, actual therapeutic grade. Um, and some people get really kind of squeamish about that third use. So I say, well, then just don't use them that way. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you know, let just, just stick to aromatic and topical. Um, and when it comes to using essential oils topically on your skin, um, for beginners, I say, just always dilute your essential oil. These are very, very, very strong substances. Um, One drop of peppermint essential oil is equivalent to 26 cups of peppermint tea, just to put things in perspective. So you don't really want to go just pouring, you know, tons of this stuff on your skin. Um, You want to make sure that A, you don't have a sensitivity to a certain oil. So just, you know, test a little small area, Um, but to be safe, just always Mix your essential oil with some sort of fatty based carrier oil, like coconut oil, jojoba oil, almond oil, heck, um, you know, everyone's got olive oil in the kitchen, olive oil works fine, you know, but some people don't like the smell of olive oil. So they might use something more like fractionated coconut oil, which is a liquefied form. So you know, you're always going to want to mix with those before you apply it to your skin. Um, but instances where you'd want to do that would be, let's say you've got some um wintergreen essential oil. It's a very, very strong oil that really is great at penetrating down through the muscles and into the joints. So if you have any joint pain, muscle aches, if you're getting a massage or something like that. That's a really easy go-to one um, to mix with a carrier oil and massage into your muscles. Um, likewise, peppermint oil is great for that. Uh, there's one oil called Copaiba that I love. It's a very high anti-inflammatory oil that's great for joints, aches and pains, um, or just to calm down your your whole system, really. Um, And then using essential oils aromatically in the air is so simple. It's as simple as picking up a bottle and opening it and smelling it, right? You've just used essential oils because you have smelled those molecules. They've entered through your nose through your smell buds, up into your brain, down into your lungs and can have so many benefits from that. So like, I don't go anywhere without a bottle of peppermint oil, um, especially during allergy season. And um, I'll just, I'll take a whiff and it'll, it'll wake me up. It'll pet me up. It'll clear my sinuses um, a bit and give me, give me extra energy that way. Um, but my favorite way to use them is probably in a diffuser. So those are those little, you know, machines that a lot of people are probably aware of that usually the bottom you fill with water and then you can just add a few drops of essential oils, press the button and that machine's gonna pump those essential oil molecules into the air and make it really easy for you to enjoy the smell and the scent um, or to breathe those molecules in. So a very popular uh, oil blend is called Thebes. It's made up of uh, cinnamon clove um, rosemary, eucalyptus, and lemon. And it's such a popular one just to have going like all throughout the year. Um, especially during transitions, when there's a lot of like bugs in the air and you're w- wanting to keep your immune system up, that's a super easy one to do. And it smells delicious. So everyone loves it. You said, you said you love it.
0: Oh my God. I love these. I mean, it smells like Christmas. So I feel like I put that, you know, put that in my diffuser and it's, everybody loves it. It just smells so delicious. Um, But yeah, it's funny. I bought some blue Lotus essential oil and it's really, really expensive. It was for five milliliters. It was almost $200. And I said, forget it. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to, I just, I just want it to be an aphrodisiac. I'm like, Oh my God, it's just amazing blue Lotus. It's so rare. And then I got it and put it in my diffuser and it just, it stunk. I oh, no. at all. and I just had this expectation that it's going to be this amazing sublime. I it experience. sounds like it should just smell like
1: heaven blue. lotus. Yeah.
0: So you might want to smell some things before you, you buy them. It's hard, you know, you're shopping online and you know, I was just like in this crazy essential oil buying mode, but um, you know, but yeah, but it's an aphrodisiac. So I, I, I haven't used it since but <clears throat> I got to use up that oil um so talk about you know the difference between fragrance and essential oils because there's a lot of perfumes out there that are just synthetic fragrances and you know there's a lot of a lot of different you know the majority of beauty products out there use fragrance uh, but you you really want to be looking for products that use essential oils can you talk about that a little bit
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, so if you're walking through your standard store and you're looking at shampoos and conditioners that say you know lavender scent on them, or you know have a picture of a lavender, and um, you know, I could I could bet you a million dollars that that bottle has absolutely zero lavender plant in it. No, nowhere has an actual lavender plant been involved in creating that product, and I think that that's a misconception that. A lot of people have, because they don't realize that really since like the 1950s, um, when the the chemical revolution I like to call it was sort of occurring, you know, scientists kind of quickly found out that they could very easily and very cheaply manufacture fake scent using a stockpile of chemicals. You know, today it's it's a, usually the word fragrance is really just a combination of any of over 3000 stock chemical ingredients that are um, very readily accessible and very cheap, and often will include hormone disruptors and allergens to it. Um, And there's a couple different reasons for this. A, if you were to compare um, scenting a product, such as let's just take shampoo as an as an example, to make a shampoo smell good, which we all know consumers like their products to smell good, like no one can deny that. Um, to make it smell like a botanical, like a lavender, let's say, to use essential oils or or other pure botanicals that have somehow been derived into a scent would cost. I'm just guessing here, but probably twenty times more than scenting it with one of those cheap, fragrant combinations of of chemicals um, that are usually derived from some sort of petroleum product. Um, and so, can you know, a, a brand that is making that choice will say, "Well, gosh, you know, we can make a lot more money if we just use these cheap chemicals." no one really knows the difference um most consumers don't know the difference and then on top of that companies they can protect their trade secrets their brands a lot more easily if they use the word fragrance so if you you know flip a bottle over of, of shampoo and you're reading the ingredients on the back um you know you're going to be reading standard ingredients and then if you come across that word fragrance then fragrance is really just code for a whole bunch of chemicals that we didn't really feel like disclosing to you because they're allowed to kind of hide those ingredients under that word fragrance because they can call it a trade secret and it's then protected and they don't have to disclose what's in there. So it's really interesting the way all this kind of works behind behind the scenes on these big levels um but according to the American Academy of Dermatology fragrance is the biggest cause of cosmetic contact dermatitis it's up there with nickel and poison ivy um which most people know to avoid those things but not a lot of people know to avoid that word fragrance so it's really interesting
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm just, it's amazing how many toxic compounds can be under that fragrance label. And also with, you know, your laundry detergent and your, um, you know, different beauty products and, and household cleaning products and the phthalates that leave that fragrance in your hair or in your sheets that another toxic compound that's added to, so it, that fragrance will last and stay in your hair and your, your, uh, sheets and clothes and whatever. Because um, consumers like that, but there's a there's a price to pay with your hormones and, and other health issues. Um, what about cleaning products? Can you talk a little bit about those and why you know, some easy like ditch and switch options? I mean, I, I just think cleaning with essential oils is just like a no brainer um, because of how they smell and their antifungal and antibacterial properties.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a no brainer for me because just like what we've been talking about with the cosmetic um, industry and and these things, the cleaning industry isn't really that much better, Um, but it's almost worse. We're kind of living in this society where everyone wants everything to be like sterile. Or they yeah. think they want everything to be sterile. That's so right? like crazy. They, it's like not yeah,
0: hap- you know. Not going to happen.
1: <laughs> it's never going to happen. And and you don't want it to happen. That's actually really terrible for you. I mean, how many studies have they done that have proven that kids that grow up in in cleaner you know, more sterile environments um, have way weaker immune systems, right? Kids that are born via cesarean, right? That don't come through their mother's birth canal that are, they're picking up all these amazingly beneficial microbiome as they're passing through the birth canal um, are, are the cesarean babies are at such a disadvantage um, just coming into this world without that sort of inoculation, right? And so we know like we know all this through science, but as a collective consciousness, I think we haven't quite like, you know, embodied that yet um, because so many people are like, yeah, bring out the bleach, bring out these really, really heavy duty chemicals, to just clean their counters and floors with it, you know, not only are wiping out all of these hugely beneficial bacteria that, you know, bacteria are our friend, you know, most bacteria are our friend and we, we, we couldn't survive without bacteria. We've got over like two pounds of bacteria just in our gut all the time that help us live. So, and have emotions. And so not only are these harsh chemicals really knocking out a lot of that Um a lot of those beneficial bacteria, but they're also leaving behind these really dangerous and toxic um, chemicals that we're, you know, walking on the floors and we're touching with our hands and are getting into our skin. So, um, that's a long way of saying I agree with you, Wendy, that essential oils are a great alternative to that. And I'd say my go to essential oil for cleaning is lemon essential oil. It's so powerful. It's on the cheaper side of essential oils too. So you can get a really good quality lemon oil and you're not going to break the bank. And it's am- it leaves everything so shiny, so clean. It smells amazing. Yeah, it's so powerful. Like you take one of those, you know, those sticker gunks that gets stuck on the water bottle you just bought and you're trying to get all the gunk off and you can't do it. Just take some lemon oil, put it on a cotton ball and scrub and boom, it's gone it's amazing. I love it. So I do have an all purpose, um, DIY spray cleaner that is super easy to make. Um, I've got it right here. So I'll just read that out loud. I use, um, 1.5 cups hydrogen peroxide, one cup white vinegar, one tablespoon, unstinted liquid Castile soap. So like a Dr. Bronner's soap. Um, and then 20 drops lemon essential oil, 15 drops eucalyptus essential oil, and 10 drops of rosemary essential oil, and then about four cups of water. So you just add all those to a spray bottle, shake it up before each use, because those essential oils can tend to kind of float at the top sometimes. And then if you run into a really tough spot that that is that not getting rid of, um, just break out the baking soda and sprinkle some on, and then spray some of that on top, let it sit for a second, and then scrub away. And I don't know, lately I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank and I've become obsessed with the Scrub Daddy, which I'm sure any, <laughs> any, any Shark Tank fans will know of, but I'll tell you, there is no tough, I mean, there's no stain or dirty mess too tough for that combination of DIY purpose cleaner, baking soda, and the Scrub Daddy, That can't get rid of. So you're all set.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's so easy to make. It's inexpensive. That will last you forever. And you're, you're not dealing with all these hormone disrupting chemicals. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I was married to someone that was a, a a back, you know, a germ phobe. And here I am like a chemical phobe and he wanted to blast everything with chemicals and bleach. And I was like, no like obviously we got divorced <laughs> but uh but yeah but it, it was just and he wanted to use like this gain, you know laundry detergent it would smell up the whole house then i'm like no the washer is contaminated now and you know i had this this crazy synthetic fragrance it was really strong and um yeah and it's just like it doesn't make any sense to me why why people have this kind of delusion given the fact that you're covered in bacteria, your mouth has bacteria, your nose is bacteria, like everything has bacteria in it, you know, good and bad. And you need, mm. you know, you, you you're you just not going to be able to sterilize your, your environment. I and mean, it's just yeah. is, and, and your germs, I want to say germs and bacteria don't make you sick. I mean, yeah, people are worried about viruses and things like that, but you know, bacteria, you know, your body is, is designed to deal with bacteria. Yeah, It is not designed to deal with all these chemicals and synthetic. Right. It, it, and the just, more that, good
1: bacteria that you have, the more protected you actually are from those, those yeah. dangerous viruses and bacteria.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so are, are there any safety tips that you recommend for people that uh, they need to understand with essential oils?
1: Yeah. So safety tips, I keep it real simple. Um, don't put, essential oils in your eyes, uh, or your ear canal. Um, don't, go out in the sun after you've applied any citrus oils. So, um, I always like to tell the story of like a margarita burn. If you've never heard of a margarita burn, that's when people go out on like pontoon boats, they make a bunch of fresh squeezed margarita and they get all that lime. Um, and what's on their hands is actually lime essential oil because, uh, lime essential oil comes from the rind. Most citrus oils come from the rind of the plant. And they've got all these essential oils on their hands. And then they get these severe, severe burns on their hands because they've been out in the sun with those um, oils on their hands. So be really careful, you know, a mild version of that. Like I had a friend once that put an essential oil on, um, on their skin. It was a blend, but it was partly um, citrus oil. And then at the end of the day, she just had this like big red spot on her, on her skin. So nothing dangerous, but that is, that is something to be aware of for sure. Um, and then beyond that, I just tell people go low and go slow. You know, you want to use, you want to start with one drop, you know, once or twice a day, see how you're doing, make sure you're not having any crazy rare reaction. They are very rare. Um, and you never need to use more than a couple drops of essential oils anyway. So while they're, mostly pretty benign. It's pretty hard to hurt yourself with essential oils. Even if you misuse them, I just tell people, let's just stay safe, keep it low and keep it slow. And then if you're using around pets, cats, especially you want to do some extra research. I'm not going to get into all that right now. We have a couple episodes on my podcast about pets and essential oils, because there is some extra um, safety things to consider there. And the same with pregnancy, babies, or if you're on um, any pharmaceutical medications, you just need to take your time and do just a little bit of extra research. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into all those details now, but just know that you, if you're, if you fit into the, any of those categories, don't, you know, don't dive in don't do a cannonball into the pool of essential oils. You want to slow down and do just a little extra research. And um, again, on my podcast, we, we cover all of these subjects very much in depth for those different categories.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah. I mean, they are really, really powerful. And I think people, they, they don't, once you start researching it and getting into it, you realize how many uses there are, how powerful they really are. and They're very, very strong. When you get a you can get a bottle of essential oil will just last you forever. It's a little, they're, they can be expensive, but they really do last you forever because they are so strong.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're They're a wise investment as far as cost benefit analysis goes. You can get a lot of bang for your buck with essential oils, especially when you get into like replacing some of the products that you're buying. Not only are you replacing them with healthier DIY alternatives, but you're also saving a lot of money doing that as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so what are some of your favorite kind of go-to essential oils that you use, you know, daily around your house?
1: Yeah. Um, I love frankincense. I think frankincense, I mean, will always be my favorite oil because to me, it's just, it's my immediate grounding oil. It helps me slow down. And I think a lot of people just need that. They need just some, some tether, some reminder, to slow down. So I I have a bottle on my desk that I'll just, I'll put a drop on my wrist. Frankincense is one of those oils that is very, very gentle. And so for me, I know my skin type well enough to know that I don't really need to dilute frankincense before I use it on my skin. Um, So I'll put, you know, a drop right on my wrist and just breathe it in while I'm at my desk. And it helps my whole body calm down. It helped me a lot, especially when I was in my postpartum, after my second child, it just, was like a, it was like a stop button for spiraling for me, which I could very easily spiral into like anxiety or depression, especially during that phase. And it was just this stop, pause, breathe, and and now go do something good for yourself. So that's, I think always going to be my favorite oil. Um, And then I love towards the end of the night, you know, when my kids are trying to wind down, we're trying to get them ready for bed. Um, There's a couple blends. I love, there's one called peace and calming that I'll put in the diffuser all the time. Um, Or maybe I'll just concoct my own blend. I'll throw some lavender in, um, balance it out with a citrus oil. I love bergamot essential oil. I love bergamot. Beautiful citrus. Um, smell. And then, like I said, lemon, I'm constantly using for cleaning and um, thieves. I use a lot for cleaning as well. So there's actually a thieves household cleaner concentrate that I'll buy um, for most of my cleaning. That's super easy to use. And it's got that thieves smell and it's just, it's a very easy go-to blend for me. And then I'm trying to think of some other I just feel like, you know, the bottles are everywhere and the uses are everywhere. So trying to like think through my day, how I use them. Orange essential oil is great for teeth brightening. So you can Mm. just add a drop straight to your toothpaste and brush your teeth with it that way. And like, try that for 20 days and take a before and after pick and send it to Wendy. So she can be like, Wendy. My teeth are lighter <laughs> thanks to orange <laughs> essential oil.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I use a, 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 by living libations, it's called poetic pits that I love. this smell makes me crazy. And I want to tell you what's in it. Okay. It has uh, sandalwood essential oils. It has ylang-ylang. It has lavender, chamomile, and balsam amorous. And it is just the most divine scent. Like you could use it like as a perfume. I put it under, on my underarms as like a deodorant. Mm-hmm. And of course it's antibacterial. It kills all the bacteria that makes you, you know, gives you body odor and things like that. But that's one of my favorite. It's called Petal Poetic Pits. It's one of cool. my things I use all the time. Um, but yeah, everything living libations, I go cuckoo for it. I love it. Um, so can you talk about anything else as far as like, you know, a a good place for people to start cleaning up the toxic load in their homes and using essential oils instead, or did we cover that with the, the cleaner recipe?
1: Yeah, well, I'll give one more tip for that. I say a really great place to start is the laundry room. Um, and it's also kind of one of the more challenging ones. It's really hard to make a good DIY, um, laundry detergent. I think, um, without putting in like a serious amount of, of time and experimentation. So that that one's tricky because it's also the laundry room can be one of the more hev- heavily chemically laden ones. So um, so I suggest, you know, just find yourself a good quality laundry detergent. Um, you know, I love the, there's a company called My Green Fills. No, they're not called that anymore. They changed their name. You, they changed their name. I think trust.
0: To? They change it to trust something. Trust. And, trust and that's, yeah. It used to be my green so I think it's trust
1: now. Yeah. Anyway, I love them. And I think they're, they're really effective um, laundry detergent. Um, but then as far as the dryer goes, I know a lot of people really rely on their dryer sheets to, to kind of give that smell and to get that, that fluffiness. I think they, they think that those dryer sheets are adding in. So oh, I really it's, like,
0: oh, it's called truly free. Truly free that's yeah. home.com. That's the, yeah, that's the name now. Yeah. So I, I like that. It's, I like it. it's a little bit better. <laughs> you like name. what? It's Truly a little bit better free. name than my green Yeah. Is like, well, is, I think is, the, is the that? name
1: my green came from because, um, you would, you would order your first kit would come with the jug. And then after yeah. that they would send you the concentrates in the mail and then you just mix it yourself at home with water. Yes. So you weren't, weren't contributing to the and they still do that, but they they've changed the name. So, um, yeah, but I really like using wool dryer balls in the laundry room instead of, instead of, um, what's the word? Dryer you know, sheets. Dryer sheets. Dryer sheets yeah.
0: yeah. Those um, are like the easy. most toxic thing in your home. The dryer sheets. So and FYI, in case you didn't mm-hmm. know, those are the most toxic thing in your home, a size would maybe oven cleaner you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're, they're really nasty. A lot of chemical, a hundred chemicals or more in those, those suckers.
1: Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot. And so wool dryer balls will help kind of make, like they kind of punch your clothes as they're drying. So it, it kind of helps separate and keep things a little soft. And then you can add whatever essential oils you want to, um, to the dryer balls, except for ones that are blue. You wouldn't want to put like a blue tansy oil that has, has this very distinct blue chemical on it. You don't want to risk like getting that on your clothes, But I like to use lemon, orange, the citrus oils. Like I keep it to the cheaper side for my dryer balls because I don't I don't want to be using like you know like a rose like a two hundred dollar bottle of rose oil for my dryer um, because it takes a pretty significant amount of essential oil in the dryer to really affect the smell. And so I think I also like to give people the expectation that nothing's ever gonna smell like your dryer sheets, but this switch is worth it. I promise to have that cleaner. That cleaner experience um, for your clothes.
0: Yeah. And I hate, I just don't understand the dryer sheets where you're like, you have your towels and they put this coating of oil on them and the the oil, the towel doesn't dry you because there's such a huge coating of oil on it. I'm like, why do people do this? Like I don't understand it. Um I like my towels dry as a bone. So they actually Mm -hmm. dry me. Absorb your water. Yeah. Well, well, Samantha, thanks so much for coming on the show. Is there anything anything else that we maybe didn't talk about that you wanted to mention or talk about where uh, people can find you in your work and your podcast? Yeah,
1: um I would, I feel like we we got a pretty good covering. I, I guess I'll just end with, you know, It's easy to get overwhelmed and no one's, you know, no one's asking you to be perfect. (laughs) Like just take small baby steps and we're not telling you to do anything. We're just giving you permission to prioritize your health over, you know, this is why I sound a little soapboxy, but like over putting money into those big companies banks that they really don't care about, you know, your health. And so, yeah, we're, we're just giving you permission to prioritize your health. Um, by just being more observant about the things that you're using on your skin in your home, the things that you're allowing into your home, you're the gatekeeper and it's a big responsibility, but you can use that as, as, as an empowering title for yourself to say, okay, I am the gatekeeper to my home and I'm going to make these conscious choices to bring things into my home that are good for me and just take it one step at a time. And for people that want to get started with essential oils and they just want a little bit more of a of a getting started guide, a really good place to start is freeoilcourse.com. That's like a really simple um three-part video series that I created that walks people through all the safety, all the beginnings and the top 10 essential oils that can be an easy place to get started with. So oh, that's, that's awesome. That's great.
0: That's like perfect for people to get started. And, or even if you know a little bit about them to kind of learn a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's what I did. I just started with like maybe five or 10 essential oils and just kind of went cuckoo from there. It just yeah, kind of just spiraled exactly. out of control from there. It's the beginning of the end. <laughs> um, and then I'll but, just
1: plug my podcast real quick too, because yes. Wendy, Wendy just came on. She always drops such great knowledge there, but we've got over 350 episodes, I wow. think now. Um, so lots to learn for people that want to geek out more. And that's just, it's called the essential oil revolution. So you can just search essential oils in your podcast app. We're usually the first one that comes up.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Samantha, thanks so much for coming on the show and everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Myer's Talks podcast. And it's just uh, so awesome every week. I really appreciate you guys tuning in and, and soaking up all this knowledge. And, you know, I get so much great feedback from you guys and it really makes, really makes me want to forge ahead and, and keep going and help to change your life. Even if you just get one little morsel uh, of information that helps you up level your health. So thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you guys very soon next week.